Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, folks. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me. I want to take us to Revelation 9, pick up where we were uh, yesterday. We were looking at the blowing of the fifth trumpet. And uh, if you've just joined us right now, back up a few episodes, okay? And you sort of check the context of what's happening with everything that's led us to this point in time. Uh, with the blowing of the fifth trumpet, the bottomless pit was opened by an angel who had fallen from heaven. And locusts came forth. In verse 7, John gets in tremendous detail describing these locusts. Now listen to this again. The appearance of the locusts was like horses prepared for battle. And on their heads appeared to be crowns like gold, and their faces were like the faces of men. They had hair like the hair of women, and their teeth were like the teeth of lion. They had breastplates like the breastplate of iron, and the sound of their wings was like the sound of chariots and of many horses rushing the battle. They have tails like scorpions and stings, and in their tails is their power to hurt men for five months. So we were told previously in this chapter that they tormented men for five months with the stinging of their tail. Now you can imagine the various sorts of interpretations that have been brought forth in this passage right here. Probably for our purposes and overall, the best thing to do is just to look at it in just exactly what it says. It's obvious that these are, are, are scorpions. These are things that have been empowered for battle. Okay. And they're on horses, and it says they're prepared for battle. Their faces look like men. They look like they've got armor breastplate on. It says it sounds like a, a chariot, many horses rush into battle. And so these are battle instruments of some form or another. Okay, It may be uh, animals that we've never seen anything like before in our lives that are exactly like this. Of course, people come along and say it sounds a lot like an Apache helicopter or something like that. I understand what they mean by that, but there, there's far more to it than just trying to line it up with some weaponry of man at this point in time. Their tails have the power to hurt men, and they do this for five months. They are organized. The next verse tells us they have a king over them, the angel of the abyss. And so this king is the angel of the abyss. His name is Abaddon. That's what it is in Hebrew, or in Greek, it's Apollyon. And then verse 12 tells us the first woe is past. Behold, two woes are still coming after these things. Remember at the end of the eighth chapter, there was an eagle in heaven crying, Woe, woe, woe to those who still dwell upon earth for the next three trumpets to sound. Revelation 9 verse 13 tells us about the sixth angel. So now it says, Then the sixth angel sounded. That means he sounded his trumpet. And I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God. One saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. So there's four angels right there. There are at the great river Euphrates, and we're about to see that they're bound from the point of view that they were not allowed to do what they're called to do. Verse 15, and the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and the day and month and year were released. So we see here that they were prepared for just this moment, for such a time as this. What were they to do? Well, it tells us to end the 15th verse, so that they would kill a third of mankind. 
These four angels are prepared for an hour, a day, a month, and a year, a precise time to where they would kill a third of mankind. Verse 16, the number of the armies of the horsemen was 200 million. I heard the number of them. So he heard a number. Well, the armies of who? What horsemen? You know, uh, is it the ones referred back up to here, the scorpions? No, I don't think so. I think it's just re related to these angels holding something back. Now is coming forth 200 million, verse 17. And this is how I saw in the vision the horses and those who sat on them. So he heard the number of them. Somebody spoke the number. And now he's seen in the vision the horses and those who sat on them. The riders had breastplates, the color of fire and of hyacinth and of brimstone. And the heads of the horses are like the heads of lions. And out of their mouths proceed fire and smoke and brimstone. A third of mankind was killed by these three plagues. By the fire and the smoke and the brimstone, which proceeded out of their mouths, out of the mouths of the horses. Okay? It says... Uh, well, let me just read it, verse 19. For the power of the horses is in their mouths and in their tails. For their tails are like serpents and have heads, and with them they do harm. And you say, well, this is really strange sounding. Yeah, it is. It's apocalyptic literature to start with. And it is strange sounding, but it's showing that God's judgment is coming forth and that he's going to kill a third of mankind. Verse 20. The rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues. So a third dies, but two-thirds don't. What were the plagues? Okay, the fire, the smoke, and the brimstone that came out of the man. So the other, the balance of mankind that was not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands so as not to worship demons and the idols of gold and of silver and of brass and of stone and of wood, which can neither see nor hear, nor walk. And they did not repent of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of the immorality, nor, or, nor of their thefts. Isn't that amazing? So you have uh, mankind left upon the earth. At this point in time, the church has been taken away, has been raptured. This passage really gives even more insight into Matthew 25, when you see that all this right here is said and done and the Lord uh, uh, judges the nations, the sheep and goat judgment, and yet there are still people who are found righteous though they had not repented like this. <coughs> the reason is they'd helped the brothers of the Lord. But you see the degree of evil to such that they refused to repent and they worshiped demons. They had the idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, and wood. Okay? Idols that you can neither see nor walk. You see that in the prophets Isaiah and Jeremiah and Ezekiel talk about that a lot. They refuse to repent of murders, of sorceries, of immorality, of thefts, even though the judgment of the Most High God was coming upon them in tremendous power. The scorpions had been tormenting them for five months. When the scorpions were done, the sixth trumpet blows, and now come forth these armies, and a third of mankind is killed, and yet the other two-thirds still refuses to repent. It shows the hardness of the heart of man. I tell you what, I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time. We'll talk about the next trumpet to blow. Goodbye.